You have tuned in to Authors Up here on ALH Broadcasting, an affiliate of the Streaming Inspirational Broadcast Network. Your hosts are authors Ruth Griffin, Andrea L. Hines, and yours truly, Victoria Henderson Poole. We love what we do, and we know it is every author's desire to get their work to a greater audience. Authors Up is a forum for authors by authors those who are already published, and those who want to be, along with other writers and playwrights. Here, we provide an opportunity for their work to be showcased as we share our own, gain tips and tools, information and insight to not only enhance the writing process, but be able to just enjoy the journey. Those who are willing to put pen to paper will usually have a story they are willing to tell and they are invited to tell it right here. And if you are not a writer yet, no worries. We want you to be a part of our listening audience. So take notes if you like, send in your questions, or just feel free to comment on the candid conversation because it's time for Authors Up. everyone and welcome to Authors Up. This is Sunday evening. You have tuned in at 7 p.m. and I tell you what, we've been waiting for you. <laughs> we've been hoping that you would be with us yep. and join us tonight because I tell you, we got some good stuff going on here at Authors yes. Up. But yes, I yes. want to start off by saying good evening to my co-hosts and letting them say good evening to you. So good evening, Victoria. <laughs> Ah, good evening, darling one, and good evening, listeners. Welcome, 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 and thank you for being with us. And Ruth, good evening to you. Well, good evening to you as well and to everyone who's joined us. Well, I tell you what, this is this is an exciting Sunday night. Um, mm-hmm. We have had two editions of The Cost of Compromise, and, and before, before I get into that, I want us to open up like we usually do and give you our weekend review because there's something, there's always something happening, y'all. There's always something happening. (laughs) So we're going to start with that tonight. Victoria, what's been happening in your world as Victoria vocalizes? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well, Victoria Vocalizes is, is um, still going well. I, you know, I try to put something out on Tuesdays. I think two weeks, well, last week, I um, it came out on Wednesday, but that's okay. I did yeah. it anyway. Um, so, and I find it. Some people just tell me like, if I, they don't see it, what happens? So, it's, it's, <laughs> it's impressing somebody, and I'm I'm very grateful for that. So, I'm gonna keep doing it. But this week has been um, been a little rough at work. You know, I took a few days off just to um, get a little rest, and I feel like I've been penalized for that little holiday. (laughs) You need a holiday to recover from the holiday. 
I'm telling you, all that work is just, I'm, I, oh, my goodness. So, But I, I, I'll get through it. So, but I, you know, again, I, I will not complain. I thank God for a job. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to thank God for the job. Amen. And I, I am equipped for it, and I will get it done. That's what's going to happen. So, Amen. That was, that's Amen. my like week. That. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about you, Ruth? It's been a good week. Um, I'm trying to get out of this mentality that everything's starting to look the way it did last the week before. So Mm. I'm trying to just, you know, do a little more. I mean, not that there's like extra stuff to do, but just doing other stuff. So, you know, like this week I got the opportunity to read a book just because I wanted to read it. And it was just an amazing book. Um, and it was just, it was really great. So it was fun. <laughs> and oh, great. I, and you know what? Great. I, I, I feel silly saying that because it's just like, okay, I read a book, but it was a really good book. It was called um, Be a Dick by um, Mark Ensign. And mm-hmm. it was, um, I had the opportunity years ago to beta read it. And he scuttled the project because he was like, well, I just, you know, I, I can't get this right. And I think you as mm. authors can appreciate that because you just, yeah. you know, you want it to say a certain thing and then you couldn't right. you just put it on the shelf for seven years and he finally wow. wrote it. And it is such a good book because it is, it's short. I read it in about an hour, hour, 20 minutes. Oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, it's, um, it's short and it's just powerful because it talks about how, you know, you can be, you, how you can change the world, but just by doing small things like being kind wow. and being okay. thoughtful and being grateful. And it's just, I, I'll put the link up there, but you guys, it's, it's a really good book, and I would recommend everybody read good. it. Good. So, okay. Yeah, so that was that my was week. Great. That was a really good week. Yeah. How about good, you? Good, good. Well, I, I, had a, I had a good week, too. Um, I had a strange morning, but I <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> From last what made it strange? Good. This morning, everything that could go wrong did. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we've been and there. It, it just that. got to be funny. It just got to be funny after a while. I had prepared to do my eight at eight, and I had everything uh, set set up. And I thought I blinked, and when I opened my eyes, the room was dark, and it was dark because my light bulb had blown out when I blinked. <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> so oh I didn't, my goodness! Didn't have a light, and uh, then I tried to get onto um, uh, the platform that I use with SIBN, and and it just locked. You know, I couldn't log in, and it was about seven fifty six, and I thought, oh my gosh, I got to go out, and I got to come back in again, and <laughs> it's just going back, back and forth, and. And then I, I stumbled over my cord and pulled everything out. Oh, oh wow. Oh, my goodness. That, I know you want to go. Let's go back to bed. Can I just go back to bed right now? Every, I got everything together <laughs> as best I could, and it was like 7.58, and everything came up and everything was on, and, you know, I, I, I uh, logged in, and Alan was there waiting, yeah. and I thought, you know, for whatever reason, 
You know, sometimes <laughs> things just happen to to make you say. And and the, actually, the point of power today was, you know, let God be God. How about that? He already knows. He, he he's already got it figured out. He just he just needed me to go sit down somewhere so he could handle it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Oh that my was goodness. My day today. I've been sticking with the writing challenge. I was disappointed because I had a good writing day yesterday. Had a very good good. writing day. And then forgot to log it in. So it was okay. I had not written at all. So I was I was very disappointed with that. So did you log them in the next day? Did you log (laughs) it in the next day? Yeah, I did. I did. Okay, good. I did. Okay, good. So I, I'm I'm still glad that I did it because I am determined to write every day. And and good. Good. thank you so much for all of the tips and information you gave us early on in the program mm-hmm. about you know first drafts and and not worrying yes. about it and just putting yep. the words down and yes. and it'll come it'll come the way it comes and it doesn't mean right. that I'll have a book in it in December but it does mean that I have started on a journey and and completed it and I'm I'm really excited about that so that was my weekend review. So now okay. we got right. we got excitement tonight, excitement tonight, <laughs> because we are continuing it with the third act of the cost of compromise. But before yes. we do that, I want Ruth and Ruth and Victoria, ladies, tell 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 me your thoughts on where we are so far. <laughs> I'm gonna start with Ruth. Ruth, what did you think about that first act and what's going on in this in the life of Tina Monet? <laughs> Well, uh, recap a little bit. You know, the press got a hold of Tina on this movie deal. It seemed to have a storyline and some scenes that Tina said she wouldn't do as an actress. Her friend and publicist, Richard, didn't seem too happy at all. But, you know, know, and I have to tell you, I think, you know, he might have been playing the cool friend, but I think he has a little bit of something, something. For her, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. What, what do you think about that? <laughs> I kind of agree with you. I wondered that too. Is you know, is he just a friend or, or what? And I'm hoping we're going to answer that um, before. Well, maybe by we only have one more act to go after this one, right? Right, right. Yeah, well, we have one, so we're going to get that question answered. But now I'm a little bit more concerned about the, the girls now at the center. You know, and you have young people who look up to somebody, you know, it really does make a difference when people really don't live up to what they say. And then Michelle, I I don't know, she was talking to that guy from the agency when it ended in Act 2, and she she ran out of the center. So I'm concerned about her, you know, and now that Tina has this new contract, y'all know I'm kind of pulling for Tina to go for this $15 I know it's not right, (laughs) but... After all, you know, it's, it's just a role, right? She'd be all right. They, they know that she's playing a part. So I don't know. $15 million could go a lot to help the center. What y'all think? I don't know. I don't know. $15 million, <laughs> that's a lot of money. But, but like the title says, there's a cost to compromise. Cost to compromise. Yeah. And it, it, it may not always be in money. So we're we going to have to I hang know. in there and, 
and see. But you know where they left us last week, so tonight we're going to find out just what Michelle meant when she left the center saying she was going to make her own dreams come true. Mm-hmm. So that kind of worried me a little bit because I don't know what Miss Michelle is going to going to be doing. <laughs> Tina has that. Now, here's the thing. Tina's supposed to have that dinner with the studio execs. And, you know, she right. called Richard, and Richard would not even answer the phone. He, he didn't even mad. answer the phone when she called. Yeah, child, it was kind of <laughs> tight up in the <laughs> But do you think, you think he's going to show up at the dinner? You think he's going to be yes. there for him? I think he will be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey. Um, well, I tell we'll you find what, out. it's time to see <laughs> as we present Act 3 of The Cost of Compromise. and Mr. Robinson, along with the producer, writer, and director, are seated at the restaurant celebrating the contract that has just been signed. Mr. Robinson stands and holds his glass up. Everyone does the same. Now I would like to make a toast to Tina and Chameleon Studios. May this marriage bring about a success that we've all dreamed about. I can see it now. Every writer, producer, and director will want to work with us. We will be the most sought-after film studio in the nation. And it's all because of this young and beautiful lady right here. Everyone smiles and nods at Tina. Thank you for taking us to another level. Without you, we are nothing. With you, well, we make millions. Thank you. Thank you all so much. But I can't take the credit. We wouldn't be sitting here if it were not for the creative mind of your writer, bringing forth this exceptional screenplay. So I thank you for giving me the chance to work on this project. Tina raises her glass to the writer, and everyone follows suit, then drinks their champagne. As they begin to sit down, Richard enters and heads straight for Tina. He is visibly upset. Tina responds. Richard, what's wrong? Mm -hmm. I've been calling you for the past 30 minutes. Something happened to Michelle. I, I missed your call. I didn't hear my phone. What are you talking about? What's wrong with Michelle? Please tell me that she didn't go see that talent scout. Tell me what happened, Richard. That's exactly what happened. From what her mother could tell me, the guy started to take advantage of her, but she fought back. She has a few bruises, and is shaking up pretty badly. 
Everyone is at the hospital. That's where we need to be. Let's go. Everyone at the table stares as Tina and Richard rush out of the restaurant. Not sure how to respond, each continues to eat and talk amongst themselves. When Tina and Richard arrive at the hospital, Ariel and some of Michelle's family members are in the waiting room. Richard goes over to speak with them, while Tina is quickly approached by Ariel, who rushes over to give Tina a hug. Miss Tina, I'm so glad that you are here. I knew something wasn't right about that guy. The way Michelle was going on about him, it just didn't seem right. I know, Ariel. Everything is going to be just fine. Michelle is going to be just fine. How do you know that for sure? She didn't wait for you to do your research on him, Miss Tina. She got so angry after seeing the news about you on social media. The last thing she said to me was that she was going to make her own dreams come true. Make her own dreams come true? Ariel, no. Rochelle's mother turns as she hears Tina's voice. In anger and frustration, she walks up to Tina. She trusted you. And look what happened. Miss Finfin, um, how are you doing? I'm, how do you I'm so think I'm doing? My child is here because of you. I heard your press conference earlier today. How is it that you can teach our girls one thing, but you do the exact opposite, Tina? What values are you showing them now? Michelle texted me telling me that she was on her way to the man's office and that I could meet her, meet her there. I figured that meant you looked into everything and it was okay. <laughs> but when I got there, the guy was gone and my baby was in a corner shaking and crying hysterically. <laughs> Richard walks to Michelle's mom and helps her to her seat. He and Tina exchange looks as Tina attempts to approach and console Miss Simpson. Miss Simpson, I am so, so, so sorry. I never meant for this to happen. Well, it did. And as a result, my child was almost, I will never forgive you for this, never. Tina begins to cry and becomes withdrawn. Ariel goes over to console her while Richard goes to Miss Simpson. Miss Simpson, what has happened to Michelle is terrible, but thank God that she's going to be okay. Tina did not mean for any of this to happen. You have to believe that. She should have been more responsible where my child was concerned. What is this going to do to her? She did not deserve this. And what about the man that did this? Will he ever get caught? Police are waiting to speak with Michelle to find out as much information as they can from her. Trust me, we are going to do everything we can to find him. He will never do this to another child. He gives Miss Simpson a reassuring hug, then looks over at Tina and begins to walk towards her. She is staring into space, detached from Ariel sitting next to her. Richard pulls out his wallet and puts money into Ariel's hand. 
here, Ariel, why don't you go to the cafeteria and get yourself something to eat? Okay. Would you like something, Miss Tina? Ariel waits a few seconds, but Tina says nothing. Um, what about you, Mr. Hampton? No thanks, kiddo. Ariel walks off while Richard sits down and puts his hand on top of Tina's hand. Are you okay? Richard, I did this. I am the reason why this happened. What are you talking about? There's no way that you knew this would happen. All of the signs were there. You told me not to do this movie. You told me that God was not in this. And what did I do? I ignored everything. I was so concerned with my own personal gain, so worried about this movie getting me to where I thought I wanted to be. All the while, that precious, innocent child is in there asking herself how this could happen to her, how someone could pretend to be something they are not just to hurt you. How is she going to trust again, Richard? How is she going to be able to get past this? I was supposed to protect her. Look, everything will be okay, Tina. You have to know that this isn't your fault. You can't put this burden on yourself. And I know that this is not what any of us wanted, but God kept her from a harm that could have devastated her beyond belief. The doctors walked towards the mom with the police officers falling behind. Tina and Richard stand closer to listen in. He gives Michelle's family encouraging news. She is still a bit shaken, but her results came back clear. Traces of blood and hair belonging to the suspect were found under Michelle's fingernails. May I go see her now? The doctor nods his head yes as he walks away. The two officers ask if they could speak to Michelle to gather as much information as possible to catch the suspect. She agrees, and all except Tina heads down the hospital corridor. Richard notices. Hey, aren't you coming with us? No. Miss Simpson doesn't want me here, and she certainly doesn't want me anywhere near her daughter. And I don't blame her. She's understandably upset. But it doesn't mean that your presence is not needed or wanted. Miss Simpson knows that you would never intentionally hurt Michelle or any other child. Now let's just go in and be there for Michelle. Richard takes Tina by the arm to go down the hall to the room, but Tina releases herself from Richard's grasp. I said I can't, Richard. I can't go in there. She is here because of me. Why can't you see that? How am I supposed to just walk in there like, none of this is my fault. Richard attempts to comfort her, but she turns her back to him, putting her hand up. He sighs, then begins to walk away. He stops and turns, going back to her one last time. He gently places his hand on her shoulder. You have to forgive yourself, Tina. This entire incident could have been much worse, but it wasn't. Let's just thank God for that. Michelle is going to need us to move beyond this moment. Look, I know that you're battling a lot within you right now, but you've got to give it to the Lord. Let him make everything right again, Tina. 
He allowed all of this to happen for a reason. We just have to remain faithful and trust his plan. I don't know if I can continue to do that, Richard. Just go. Just please tell Michelle that I love her. Tina hurries towards the hospital exit. Richard stands and watches her walk away, then bows his head and turns back towards the direction of Michelle's room. Michelle sees him at the door as she answers to her last question. Her smile lets him know that she is happy to see him. Her mom walks the police to the door, thanking them for finding the suspect so quickly. Mr. Hampton, I'm so glad that you are here. Is Miss Tina coming in? She'll be here. But right now, what you need to do is get better so that we can take you home. The officer told me that I had some traces of blood, a few hair fibers under my nails. I guess the self-defense classes at the center paid off. Yes, they did. Aren't you glad you took them? Yeah. Miss Tina said it's better to have knowledge and never have to use it than to not have it and need it. Yep, I remember her saying that. Where's Miss Tina anyway? She's probably disappointed in me. How could I be so stupid? I should have never gone to see that guy. Some professional I am. Miss Miss Tina doesn't even want to see me. Michelle puts her head into her hand and begins to cry. Everyone's back is to the door as Tina emerges with tears falling and rushes over to Michelle's bedside to give her a warm embrace. You have no idea how wrong you are, Michelle. I am so sorry for letting you down. I didn't know how to face you, but not because I was upset with you. It was because I blamed myself for what has happened to you. Can you ever forgive me? Yes, Miss Tina. I know that you would never want anything bad to ever happen to me. You care about us so much. Seeing you all over Instagram and Twitter like that did upset me, but that was no excuse for me to do what I did. I'm the one who's sorry. Michelle, there is no need to apologize. We're just glad that you're okay. The officer told us that you were brave. Yeah, I was. I used so many of those self-defense moves that I could think of. Yep. Someone would think twice before messing with this princess warrior. Everyone laughs as the nurse walks in, letting everyone know that visiting hours are over. All except Miss Simpson gives Michelle a hug and begins to leave. First Ariel, then Richard, and finally Tina, who sits at the edge of the bed. I want you to know how very proud I am of you. You were very brave today, Michelle. Thank you, Miss Tina. I'll see you tomorrow, okay? As Tina walks away, Miss Simpson touches her shoulders. Tina, can I talk to you for a minute? Please forgive me for the way I behaved in the waiting area. If it weren't for you and the youth center, Michelle would never have been able to defend herself like she did. God bless you, Miss Tina. Thank you so, so much. No, no, no. Just 
don't thank me, Miss Simpson. It was God who allowed me to be a part of these girls' lives, and they mean the world to me. The ladies hug one more time while Richard holds the door open for Tina. She walks out of the door with Richard following behind her. Are you okay? I am now. Would you mind driving me home? I am mentally and physically drained right now, and I have to be at the studio tomorrow at 9 a.m. Okay. Let's go. I'm pretty tired myself. Once in the car, Tina reclines her seat and begins to fall asleep. Richard glances over at her and smiles as he starts the ignition. Twenty minutes later, they arrive at Tina's penthouse. Richard walks her to the door but does not go in. Thank you for everything today, Richard. There is no way I could have gone to the hospital without you. I'm always here for you, Tina. That will never change. <sighs> wow. I thought I lost you. I mean, I, uh, I, I mean, I, I thought I lost our friendship. Richard smiles as she tries to get her words together. No, ma'am. You can't get rid of me that easily. Go ahead and get some sleep, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Good night. Um, Richard, could you come with me to the studio in the morning? Absolutely. I'll be here at 8.15 sharp, and you better be ready. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good night, Miss Monet. What will Tina reveal at the studio, and how will it affect her relationship with Richard? Will Michelle recover from her attack? Join us next time for The Cost of Compromise. whether or not that's what what you were expecting but i, I tell you what this thing is oh my goodness what do you all think now well, i gotta wonder if, if is my michelle is she gonna recover okay i i'm just not happy not that happy yes no no, and I'm not happy that we have to wait one more week to find out what happened. I, I, I'm not I a patient person when it comes to stuff no. like that. But 
I'll be at the end of it, I'm going like, no, no, don't stop. No, stop. I'm going to get a rest. I'm sure yeah. listeners are like that, too. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's good writing. And this is, this is a good story, and, and I just appreciate Aisha uh, allowing yeah. us to, to bring it to to the listeners. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, if you have a play if or if you know a playwright or someone who has written a story that needs to have some life brought to it, mm-hmm. we are the place to have that happen. So we just want you to be sure to keep us up with uh, and, and send that information to to authors up because I tell you what, we would we would love to put you in line for the Authors Up Playhouse. But I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen next week. But after that, we only have one more week to go. So no, everything's no. going to yeah. come together by the end of the month. So you guys better hang in <laughs> That's there. Right. I don't know. It's, that fifteen million is still kind of looming. So we we, <laughs> we got to see fifteen million. Uh, I, no. Fifty. Oh my God. Oh gosh. Do you ladies have any closing remarks for our listeners? What about you, Ruth? Well, I you know, as always, I just want to thank our listeners for joining us. Uh if you have any questions, any suggestions, you know, know any you you are an author and you want to be on the show, just send us an email at authorsup at gmail dot com. And Victoria and I and I want to thank the um actors. You know, the, you guys are doing yeah. such a phenomenal job. I just, oh my goodness, you're bringing such life to the story. And you know, I know behind the scenes, you know, all the the time recording and you know taking your time to do all that. And I just want to say thank you to the actors and and, and just again applaud them for a job well. Yes, done. let's applaud them. Yes. <laughs> Send up some hearts for our actors, too. Send up some hearts for them because they have done a great job, a great job. And um, let me see. I don't have any anything else really to add except a thank you because we so appreciate you. You could be doing any number of things on Sunday evenings at 7 p.m., but you have chosen to spend some of that time with us, and we are very, very grateful for it. We hope you enjoy the program, and we hope you are enjoying the Authors Up Playhouse. And we are here every Sunday evening at 7 p.m., which means we'll be here next week, Sunday evening, 7 p.m. Until then, this is Andrea Hines with Victoria Henderson-Poole and Ruth Griffin, and there's never a dull moment here at Authors Authors Up. Up.